Here we go. Uh, welcome to another episode of the erstwhile, <laughs> erstwhile Captain Lou podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Captain Lou, and we've got your other host, host, Luke. Yes. I'm not doing this without you. Here I am, dog. Jeez Lapeats. <laughs> I keep trying to encourage Luke to talk more and say more things, and I think it's going really well. Yes. But every now and then, I'll slide him a note that says, you have a booger. <laughs> you, have, <laughs> you have a huge booger. <laughs> Just to keep it spicy. We've been off for a week. Well, I know that we had we had episodes up last week, but we pre-recorded those. Yes. And uh, I took a trip to New York, and you worked. I just worked and rested, and it was actually pretty pleasant. My schedule is really busy, man. Dude, for it's real. It's super busy I've right now. I've straight noticed it. Yeah, it's super busy. I have a, I'm working to not burn out. That's what I'm doing. I'm glad you asked, Luke. It's yeah. actually... Stop, dude. <laughs> Please. Coffee and oak. <laughs> you know what? I was a little bit um, humiliated because... We've, I've been making these joke ad ad spots for Huck Style Genuine Multi Balm because yes. that would be a good name. Huck Style, yeah. It turns out we have no chances at sponsorship from this <laughs> no. product because it's not called Huck Style. It's Huckstall. It's Huckstall. <laughs> the worst name in existence. Well, maybe it's not <laughs> such a great name only because it stands in stark relief to, to Huck, Huck Style, style which right. is a great name. Yes, certainly. Um, but Huckstall, I don't know, is that like hip-hop hustle class style of... I don't know. It literally is Huckstall. Huckstall. Just it's spelled exactly how you think it would be. Yeah, like when you go to a, you go a subway station yeah. and you go down and then you pay your thing and you go through the turnstile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Exactly. Nope. No. No, take one letter out. You got it. Should be. Dude, it's got a snake on this thing. What? It's a snake. It's a snake and a snake. It's a Rubarus. It's an arubaral. It's it's a rubaral. <laughs> it's an arugula. I didn't even realize it had arugula on there. Yes, look at that. It does. <laughs> arugula. Well, it stinks pretty, and I and I like it. Yeah. It's a little perfumey. It's sterile, and I like the it taste. It feels a little perfumey, um, but then when it eases down, it settles Ooh, in pretty nicely. That is nice. Can I? Do you mind? No, I don't mind at all. They sent it to us for free. No. They didn't. They didn't. Did <laughs> <They> did <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> Super. I don't know. We're just so lonely. Please send stuff to us. <laughs> I don't have any problem with advertising and review. Oh, we're going to be doing a review on Slappy Trucks. Oh, yeah. We have them I on order, right? Spoke with, I spoke with uh, Sam from Life Skateboards yesterday, and we are arranging a meetup, and yeah. Luke and I will be picking up two sets of Slappy Trucks yeah. And I honestly can't wait. That is going to be fun. Yes. Um, I haven't landed a backside slappy in so long. Yeah, because those are of the devil. Dude. No, those dude, they're good. Do. I know what I'm doing wrong. One thing I'm doing wrong, mm -hmm. I need to put my front foot forward more. Dude, I'm telling you, I skated with a dude and he shredded slappies and the front foot was literally front all the way on the nose. All the it was way on, on the, the nose. nose. It was insane. It completely makes sense. It doesn't make any sense I just got way to too much weight on my back truck. When Maybe that's slappies. what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So you get your front truck grinding. Yeah, and then just bring you, your back one up with You it. bring the front truck into a grind and there's a yeah. moment during which the weight is on your front truck. Yes. And you are grinding. And then your back truck comes up. Yeah. And I used to do slappies. I did um, slappy front sides, which I still do. Of course. And slappy back sides, which I used to do and haven't landed any of because I've been... 
Because when I did slappies as a kid, yeah. there was no nose. Yeah, there wasn't. And we used to, you yeah, know, right. I have a story about that that I will tell at another time. The day I invented slappy grinds. Oh my gosh. Stop, dude. So, I did. Todd Falcon. No, I didn't invent them. I discovered them yes. independent of any input. That was part of my oh. skate. Oh, you don't know this story? I do know this story, but that, yeah. the way that you just framed that is actually I, really interesting. I yeah. discovered the slappy grind yeah. independent of any... And honestly, that's not an incredibly strange thing. No. But um, I discovered the slappy grind all on my lonesome on asphalt curbs, no paint. Yeah, which is pretty gnarly. And I, I wound up grinding... Yeah. I ground six to 18 inches on every one of them because wow. it was about being unweighted. Yeah. It was about being unweighted Yeah. when I went up on that that's curve. That's so cool, dude. It was, and that's one reason. I mean, my itch has been scratched. You yeah. Know? I just really am embracing older life. Yeah. And I'm, I haven't been chasing after fame or any of those things in right. my skateboarding. And it shows. And it shows. <laughs> and it shows. It does yeah, show. Yeah, you're going to have that. Is your mic too low, Luke? Well, so normally I have it down here. Ah, uh, too far. And then yeah, I just put it better. up here. I think it's better like that's that. good. We got some feedback. So I was gone. I went to New York to visit family. Yeah. I had a good time. You worked and slaved away in the daily yes. doldrums. Yes, in the doldrums. It was February. Yeah. Still is. And it was like 60 degrees out. And I went on motorcycle rides this week. Dude. And I'm hitting the breaking point. Luke needs a motorcycle. Yeah. We we would yeah. happily exchange all the beard bombs in the world and, <laughs> and free trucks if someone could hook us up with a Harley. Yes. To, I mean we. There's some I out could, there. Dude. It would take me. It was the problem with fixers is it really takes a couple grand to fix a bike. That's the problem. It I really just don't does. have the scratch right now. We have a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah. So. Which is fine. It's we, okay. We need we, we, and you know what? You have such more important things to do I than do. buy a Harley Davidson I because do. you've got a baby on the way, my guy. I do. Way to go! Thanks, bud. Good swimmers it. on this kid. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Just compliment it anyway. Yep, I do. And they work apparently, as far as I know. Well, it is the choice. I believe it's the hand of the Almighty that grants the children to the children. Yeah. So I'm stoked that. and grateful the way that's that's coming out there. Yeah. And uh, here's to uh, here's to what is what is your baby doing like May? He's May at the beginning of May. That's sick. Did you when you had little little boys? Did you take them to the skate park and like and Heck really yeah. enjoy like the beginning stages of? Yeah, my kids. My kids all liked skating. Yeah, did they start like on their butt and just like yep. zoom around and like? Um, it's interesting. Uh, I remember going to the skate park with my youngest when mm -hmm. he was about five. Okay. Um, but when my my firstborn, um, I used to put adult rollerblades on my firstborn kid. <laughs> yeah. Because he got some little rollerblades and he was only two and three years old and he Jeez. could. He could book on those things, and then he would spin backwards and roll backwards, going ah. <laughs> and uh, so I put adult rollerblades on him. Yeah. Which are like skis. Yeah, essentially. And right. um, I bolted them up around his calf muscles with skateboarder big boy knee pads on his knees. Yeah. So he could just slam yeah, and do, slam yeah, do whatever and he slam wanted. Right. And slam. Yeah. And then when we get home, I used to uh, put one. Um, vert 
Smith brand vert pad, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. knee pad on his chest and one on his back. Yeah. So he had armor. Yeah. And then I'd put um, elbow pads on his forearms and his biceps. So sick, yeah. And uh, then I would put a uh, karate helmet on him. Yeah. You know, like the soft karate helmet right and then we would have uh sword wars <laughs> so we sick. took those star wars lightsabers yeah and i jammed some stuff up through the <laughs> lightsaber so it could never close yeah right and then i like i didn't glue it but it was it could never close it could never yeah i know what i did i took a broken one and i stuffed it inside <laughs> yes. of yeah. an unbroken one and yeah. i made him an unbreakable lightsaber yeah so he right. could just Wail on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used the broken ones. I built them into the unbroken ones. Right. And just completely uh, made him the most awesome lightsaber. So sick. So he could go completely ham on me. Yeah. And I could throw him around because with a vert knee pad on his chest. Because right. he was a little guy. Yeah, yeah, little. He was two and three years old. Oh. And I used to... Uh, take a like a full-size couch cushion yeah and i could chuck it at him from across we had a big long living room yeah, yeah, yeah. um and i could chuck it at him long distance and we just <laughs> yeah. and full power into yeah. a bunch of couch cushions it was yes, dude. i'm telling you man it was epic when yeah. i was young and i had a young one yeah it was epic absolutely oh my goodness it was so good but he and i used to play hockey ball okay me on my skateboard and him on skates on his uh ninja Skis. skates yeah. yeah and we just freaking played that's so much and fun, uh dude. with a skateboard and a hockey stick yeah very fun yes like much more fun than i yeah. ever imagined and with the little kid that was huge i i remember i was living in florida at uh, one point where he and i were playing like that yeah and we would just go ham and play roller hockey in the apartment um, complex, uh, you know, uh, parking lot and just have the best time. That's so sick. And then you're supposed to go skateboarding and be a tough guy and, and like do all the tricks and the daring do. Yeah. But I, I was already so blown away that I had this little guy. Yeah, man. And um, it really affected the way that I felt about... Yeah tricks and skateboarding and sure. the pecking orders of the 90s that was in the 90s and i just right. I just didn't feel that way i see that floyd howard pruitt has joined our cast on the facebook live and that's his face right there oh it is his that's face. him that's actually his that's face floyd. i did not notice yeah that. I, keep, floyd. <laughs> I keep my i keep my enemies i keep my friends close my enemies closer but i keep floyd howard pruitt right in the studio right there <laughs> so sick yes <laughs> yeah here's to floyd yeah so um we did some we did some stuff it's been a week since we podcasted i'm sure that we're rusty but it sure fun. is nice to be back in here and yeah talking. it's nice absolutely um so we learned that we've been saying huckstall wrong the whole time so that's out the window no no sponsorship yeah. from them we're done i've got dagner pipes but oh, I don't think he makes pipes anymore, so on, that's man. out. What else have we got? <laughs> we got these. What is that? It's oh yeah, horn. these are from the Republic of Georgia. These are Dude. these are horns from the Republic of Georgia. Are they for drinking? Yeah, I think so. But they're. I mean, I. How do you set them down? They got chipped. <laughs> oh, no. You don't, dog. You're not supposed to. Set yeah, them. it always has to be. Never in set your drink down, dude. Yeah, what are you doing? So. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You I know do something that's happening right now, which is insane, which is non-skateboarding related, is the toxic chemical fume that is uh, 
east in East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah, it's what is, what's the word emanating? Is that the right word o across the Ohio state? Which is very interesting. I don't know where it's all headed. I have decided that I will either live or die, and that so will all of us. And I don't know what I could do about such a thing. I think my wife is getting us like. She's pretty crunchy, so she's getting us, like, distilled water to drink and things of that nature, which I don't think is a bad move. No, no, that's not a bad move. But if you, um, the particular substance mm -hmm. uh, is, um, is vinyl chloride. Yes. Um, there are others. I learned that it is a monomer. Yes, which makes it really hard to clean up and other some such. Or really hard? I don't know. What does know. that do? I don't know. It's a liquid. But it turns into gas at room temperature. I learned that if it were the polymer, mm -hmm. polyvinyl chloride, PVC. See, right. If it were the polymer, it would be very easy to... But then it would be like pellets or dust. Yeah, it wouldn't be... tubes. Right. So... I think it's the same stuff that... Um, uh, have you ever watched the movie Black Water? Dark Water? It's with the same guy who played the Hulk in the Marvel movies. Can't remember his name. Mark Ruffalo or Go Go Mark Ruffalo. Mark Eric Bana. He was the first Hulk. He was in the yeah. Yeah. So what happens in so, the movie? So well, not in the movie, but there's a movie about a real thing, and I th it's a huge company that was pouring, I think, the same stuff into a river in West Virginia, and was causing a lot of people to get really sick. And he's from Cincinnati. Still lives here. He's a lawyer, and is has been for the last like 20 years now fighting these court cases for people. Um, but it's the same stuff. It was causing super gnarly cancer and um, people's pets to die and all kinds of stuff like that. I think it's the same product or very close. It's, it's yeah. the stuff they used to make out of Teflon or, you know, they use it to make Teflon. Lou doesn't even know. But it's, uh, it is a significant uh, current event. Um, I'm just checking our levels is what I'm looking at here. Oh, sure. I'm making sure we're we're looking like mid-range. Test two, two. We'll see how high those go. It looks like my mic's not picking up very well. It says green. <laughs> I think That's we're... fine. We're green. So I don't know what to say about the environmental disaster. I probably could formulate some approach to it, but honestly, I'm stymied. There's so much stuff going on all the time. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about the environmental disaster, which, by the way, that happened as I was driving to New York. I was driving not far from the, the, uh, the scene of the crime there. I was, <laughs> the scene of the crime. I was. I was not too far away from it, and when I heard that it happened, I just was glad that the traffic wasn't backed up. Pretty superficial guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted my truck to run. Yeah, like, please. We oh do God. have a point of order. A uh, question has been asked in the comments. What size is that monster Lou Ross Agro Life Deck? That is the second um, prototype of the Agro Deck. Yes. And it is like 11 inches wide, and it has a wide tail on it. The tail is 9 point some odd in... It's full nine in the bottom of the tail there. Yes. Which is what I like. I like the tail to be big and blocky and wide. The aggro deck on lifeskateboard.com has a beautiful, beautiful um, contour to it. It's a much nicer cut than the way that I make them. Um, has a narrow tail. The tail is like eight point, I don't know, probably 8.5. Yeah. 8.7. Something. Yeah. And um, it's, a bit, it's a bit narrow for for the likes of my riding. Um, but with scallops on the edge, in order to get a nine inch 
wide tail, you've got to be like a full foot wide on the scallops. Um, I'm going to change the way I scallop boards in the future. Yeah. I'm going to run them on a spindle sander and oh, put yeah. little narrow, little tiny, little tiny scallops all down the edge. Yeah. And I'm not going to pattern them so that they're, you know, utterly symmetrical. I'm sure. not even going to draw lines. I'm just going to blink, 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 blink down that thing. Um, yeah, I got plenty of ideas. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Just you know, I was checking whether or not those were symmetrical. They look relatively symmetrical. Oh, uh, they're they're, they're not, a little bit off. They're not symmetrical because you know you cut with a template to make them symmetrical, but then you've got to knock off all the corners and you've got to get them sanded, and um, and it, there's always everything. All of the factory decks that you've got up there, somebody handed them. So the more shape there is in a board the less symmetrical they tend to come out off of the sanding process and all that. Right. And uh, you, you probably sh shouldn't even sweat it. <laughs> like you shouldn't all. sweat it. At all. You shouldn't. Just take it out and skate it. Did you uh, did you make this bad boy? Mm -hmm. It's sick. Yeah. I can I can see where the band saw at yep. the edges. I really like that. Oh, I made I made the first the first few of these I made in my workshop. Then I took it up to Sam and we said, Hey can we make this? And uh, Sam Took it to his uh, his expertise and made a a real like capable of volume um, template that runs on his process, which is different to mine. And uh, yeah, it still has some still has some saw marks in it. I love it. I don't mind that at all. Me neither. I, I really like it. I trust a board when it's got some flavor to it. Absolutely. Um, gosh, I'm more of a Pete's Pigs guy myself. Dude. More of a. Um, there's a guy, there's another guy who does wonderful cuts. Pete's shaping, and then there's another guy. He's a great skater. He was at the welfare line thing. He's a super nice guy. He's out of somewhere near Philly or somewhere near Pittsburgh. Really? Oh, it's called uh, Leftover Skate Hermit. Mm, mm. Leftover. Yeah, that guy. And he does, um, he does uh, the same lino cut style stuff. Yeah. And uh, his work is... Does he press his own boards? I, I don't remember. know if he does now, but he and I were talking about how, you know, how to press boards. Yeah. I was encouraging him to, but, you know, if you're getting, if you're happy with your op, yeah. do your thing, you know. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, uh, uh, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you like the uncuts that you're getting and you feel good about the boards you're making and they're lasting for you, you know, run what you brung. Sure. But I... The way that he was talking, he seemed like just the sort of chap who would not have a hard time pulling off pressing decks. That's, so that's very cool. I'm very excited. I follow that. that guy on Instagram. I didn't realize that you knew him and that he did that. He's such a ripper. That's sick. His skateboarding is so creative. He's just the guy is just fun to watch. Yeah, what's I'm interested. I'm actually. He had heart shaped pink glasses on <laughs> at the welfare line. Uh, bash. That's sick. He was dope. What do you have a favorite skater? Is it Eric Dressen? You better not say it's Eric Dressen. It's probably Eric Dressen. Do I have a favorite skater? Or do you have a something about like when you watch some somebody skate, what are the things that you're that you enjoy? You Eric know? Dressen. Eric Dressen? I mean Eric Dressen and Speed Freaks. Yeah, that guy that was sick. All the salad that part, and that part was uh <clears throat> was that part was quintessential where the levels were at as, as in my group of I, that's still in me yeah is I the, mean another favorite part that I love is 
Ray Barbie and ban this. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was the stuff that the guys did straight out the gate. You know, yeah. they filmed them in like two days or three. Right. But that was the stuff that they did every day. Yeah. They just walked out of the door and hit it. Right. It was less, um, I was less like set up lights, Bondo the cracks. Yes. Um, I'm not. I'm deciding whether I want to be disrespectful right now. <laughs> it's I don't intend any disrespect, but I just don't prefer the 150 tries, one make. Yeah. Um, jumping down something and not going another half mile. Right. You know, like I like traveling skateboarding and I like the accessible. This is what a guy can do right now. Stuff. Yeah. And I don't tend. In my own skating, I don't tend to push beyond what I, what I, what I am just liking to do right now. And sometimes sure. I learn new tricks. Yeah. Sometimes I do stuff I wasn't doing two years ago. Right. But it doesn't come out of a sense of mission or mandate. It yeah. It just comes out of the flow of the moment. So, you get a guy like me, and I and put me out skating for a bunch of days in a row, and if I don't get hurt, um, you get to see some of the old stuff come out, and even some new stuff come out. Sure. So. Yeah. But yeah, Ray Barbie's parts are really precious to me. Matt Hensley, especially Matt Hensley in Shackle Me Not. And I don't know if it's like a really great part. Sure. It's iconic. But, right. But where I was as a kid, you know, having watched the Rubber Boys on Public Domain so many times. <laughs> right. And, you know, wearing out a VHS tape on that part. Yeah. And then, um, then Shackle Me Not came out and... There's a really good song on the Matt Hansley part. It's yeah. a Brazilian punk band. It was really good. Yeah. Um, and he did a lot of the tricks that Ray Barbie did, but he did them more sloppily. Hmm. Like, um, like all the no complies. The no, and his yeah. no complies and kick flips and everything were like the same sort of tricks that Ray Barbie would do. Right. But they were done more sloppily. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. I was like, here's two different styles of doing these tricks sure and some of the skaters from that era were really bummed out that they didn't get to get like better examples of their best moment on their tricks right um some of them were really disillusioned about that but i loved it sure there's a third part that was really uh important to me and it was tom knox's part now i can't remember what movie it's in i think it's a speed wheels movie too okay um or santa cruz or speed wheels. But Tom Knox had a part on his short nosed board on the cruise missile concave. And I think it was his first pro board. And that made me ask for his board for Christmas. Oh, that's sick. Uh, he, he also did a lot of the stuff that Ray Barbie did, but not as smooth. Yeah, it was, it it was, was actually more the choppy. Cho choppy. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, choppy, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was more choppy. Sure. And I loved that. I yeah. loved that there was this. You know, like, hey, you're going to do this the way you do it. Right. Go do it. Yeah, yeah sure. That's what I loved. So those are those are three three personae from it. Aside from the correct answer, which is my favorite skateboarder is the kid who started today. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, said. always. But I don't know that kid. Yeah, not as well. And he might be mean. Yeah, what if he's mean? What dude? if he makes fun of my beard? <laughs> or, my, or my obvious lack of core strength. <laughs> or my obvious lack of core strength. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in your perspective because I think it, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in what you like because it represents who you are. So what about you? 
Do you, I, have, do you have a favorite? I don't know if I have a favorite, but I've what always resonates? really, really enjoyed watching Grant Taylor skate, which oh, is a yeah. pretty classic answer. Oh, yeah. But I also I like watching Jimmy Wilkins skate, but it's for oh, yeah. different reasons, I think, than what you're sharing. Because I know, well, wh- I'm actually in an interesting time in my skateboarding career. Is that, <laughs> is that what we are? Yeah, um, because I'm getting a little bit older, and the... This, the stakes are a little bit higher for if I get hurt. Yeah. Um, and I'm also I'm becoming more and more disinterested in what I was interested in. So a lot of that has really lost its shine. But for a long time, like Grant Hero, you know, Grant Taylor's Welcome to Antihero part was my favorite skateboarding part of all time because I loved his flow and he has such good style. Yes. Um, and I, I like that a lot. I like the flow... I like to be moving around the entire skate park. I, it's not normal that I stop and just skate one thing, especially if I'm at an outdoors like concrete skate park. You yeah. know, I, I like to hit multiple things. Flow I want to run. Thing, yeah. Yep, I want to go fast. And he does all that like way way better than I'll ever be able to do it. And I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. But it's, as I get older, I feel I'm a little bit lost right now in my skateboarding. I feel because I'm trying to figure out. Well, okay, what do I like now? What do I want to do now? You know. Um, and I don't skateboard as nearly as much as I have been in the past. I used to go like every single day and I, mm-hmm. now it's like once a week maybe because I'm married and I'm about to have a kid, you know? So yeah, I'm, I, it's, as I get older, I think I'm moving more in your direction. You know, I'm, I'm looking for stuff that's unique and that looks fun to do instead of looking at somebody who's doing something that I feel like I'd never do and wanting to emulate that. I'm looking for people who are doing stuff that I feel like I could do and wanted to emulate that. Um, I like that. Yeah. I definitely want it to be fun. You know, I just want, I want to, I want to have fun. That's, I'm not there to get a clip or do some crazy thing. Um, I like to go fast. So. (laughs) Well, you know what? This is a good point in a podcast to just take a beat. Yeah. And let everyone know that you can listen to us on Apple, on Spotify, on the Google thing. Yes. And also the Podbean. And mm, the YouTube. And you uh, we go up on Facebook Live, and that yep. stays on my Facebook forever. Yes. And also on the Goob Tube. On the Goob Tube. That's right. And yeah. I figure that we'll back it all up on um, on uh, Rumble one day. Sure. I, I figure we'll port it over to Rumble as well. Yeah. Um, Rumble is growing. And uh, that's a... That's, I like to diversify that, but it's a lot of work for this guy. It is. Um, we could do it, though. I have all of them archived. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. Um, and it's all in the, the, the description of this video currently. Oh, yeah. You, you should be able to just tap the link and it should that's take nice. you there. That's nice. Which is sick. I haven't looked at our uh, our growth or anything like that. And I was listening, either. But I have been getting messages from people, and they are very encouraging. Yeah. Even uh, even when somebody is like, "Who do you think you are?" Uh, <laughs> da 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 da. Yeah. Um, there's a strange encouragement I feel about those. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is weird because back in the early days of Facebook, uh, it used to be like, I used to, it used to be a place where I would discuss ideas and stay on message. But now that we have a podcast, yeah, I can take what I read on Facebook. I can hold my peace 
Yeah. And I can think about it for a long time and then we can bring it up on the podcast and really, yeah. you know, really share what we really think outside of a, 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 a you know, a, a tippy tappy kind of lifeless, uh, no, no nonverbals. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. No intonation, no nonverbals. You okay over there? I was stuck on the sword behind him. There's actually. a sword behind him. <laughs> I was actually stuck for, on the sword. I was trying worth. to be chill <laughs> yeah. for what it's worth. And also, if you do listen to the podcast, we'd yeah. like you to know that we need some of your money. That's gross. Yeah, hold on. Let's just there, let that. Let, there are a lot better. Let, there are a lot better ways to say things than the way I say them. Yeah. But this is what's happening. At least it's um, honest. We are we are not having our door beat down yet by people who would like to be uh, be sponsors of a podcast of two God fearing dudes talking about skateboarding and life and broader topics and also yeah. charging headlong into <laughs> industry ethics of yes. whether it's a cool thing to make your kid a child star without them knowing anything. Yeah. And uh, and also we've we are really we're really uh, talking about things that everyone appears wish wishes that would not be discussed. Yep. Um, and uh, I actually have been going around and listening to podcasts in skateboarding after we started i decided to go you know maybe there are some podcasts out here that are killing it and that are going there and that are talking about the kind of things that we talk about there aren't um it's it's a wasteland dude it's a little bit of a you know you're supposed to be really nice to everyone all the time yeah. Um, and I don't have bad feelings about people who are trying their thing. Right. Um, I just think there's a, I just think it's a good thing for us to continue to like offer to the whatever osphere it is. Right. That uh, we have thoughts and perspectives that we aren't seeing out there. And so we're happy to, to um, I don't know if it's a need we're meeting or if it's a service we're rendering, but we're doing it. Sure. And, um, I don't know, Luke. Do you think that we'll iron out getting our website up and getting like a, a contribution link on a website? Yeah, we eventually. Own a website. I would prefer. I mean, I'm willing to get in there and throw elbows and learn stuff I don't know how to do. But making a website in my mind currently feels like such a task that I don't oh. understand. Hey, would anyone like to make us a website? <laughs> <laughs> because we need a website so I can go, hey, and we already have CaptainLou.com. Yes. And it's just sitting there. And we need to be able to say the following thing to you guys. Hey, head on over to CaptainLou.com. Yes. And it would have a link to all of those different yeah. Spotify's yes. and Apple Podcasts. And right. All that. And then say, and click on support. And there'd be a spot that says support. support right. And people could click on support. Where they could pledge a recurring or a single gift yes, to us. Right. Because we are going to have to raise our game. Notice I did not use the preposition up as a verb. Yes, I appreciate that. Thank I you. didn't say we're gonna no, I said we're going to raise our game. Yes. And um, get some camera stuff going on. Yeah. There's an aspect of mobility that we're gonna not only have to hang on to yeah because we're going to be casting from different places yeah um out in the shed and also probably at your house yeah as the baby comes and things like that yeah um and it's going to take a little bit more than a 22 dollar set of lav mics to get <laughs> yeah. this done well absolutely also with our connectivity issues uh we're going to have to start recording 
uh, with a GoPro yeah. that has a the the teeny tiny forward casing facing camera yeah. and um, that can cast live to Facebook, but that also um, stores it. Yes. So that we can have a high quality recording and begin to dial in the visual product. So yeah, you know. Um, if there's anyone out there that would help us to do a website right proper, yeah, um, we we don't want to be locked out of our website. We want something simple that we can, <laughs> yeah. you know, handle ourselves. We don't want to have somebody on staff. Yeah, um, I'm thinking WordPress. Yes. I don't want to pay for a. Um, um, it's not Shopify. It's not Spotify. It's uh, not quarter one. snacks. Squarespace. <laughs> Squarespace. Is I don't want to. I don't want to pay for a Squarespace. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're just not in a place right now where paying for those things is a thing. Yep. So. Yeah, it'd also be nice to if we had a website, we could do some blogging or some like actual article level I writing, love, which would be very cool. I love writing, but I don't love writing on um, Facebook. I know. It would be cool to have a home for all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind sharing something I wrote on Facebook. Absolutely. But I am... Yeah. So, thank you, everyone, for listening to that. Hey, Johnny Manak of Manak Skates. He's a Manak. He's out in San Diego, as far as I know it. Yes. Could be a different San. But I believe he's down there south in San Diego on the TJ border. <laughs> And uh, Tijuana, that yes, is. the TJ yes. brother. I'm on it. And um, Johnny runs uh, an adorable, yeah. sweet, quintessential small board brand maker's spot yeah. out of his house. His workshop room is tiny, probably the size of this studio. Wow! And he is just crushing it that's sick and he is right near braille yep and his kid and his kid and i guess he skate the braille the braille vert ramp oh and super cool yeah um well so we do we not like braille no i was is thinking about skating a vert ramp oh, skating a vert <laughs> ramp. So, i was like i was so I was like because like, oh. <laughs> because because i have i think everyone knows i get twitchy around a lot of the uh the um stuff i see out there but i think that a lot of my twitchiness yeah is really just that i need to go put out there what i want to see absolutely and uh it's been it's a lot easier for a guy like me to sit in his house and cross his arms and look down his nose and right say, yeah, you yeah, know, harumph, you know. <laughs> right um when also for the record Okay. I want to. I want to not correct the record, but I want to amend. Mm -hmm. I want to add something in. Um, Braille is right in the crosshairs of some comments that I said that I meant and I mean today. They were right in the crosshairs of the whole, like, oh, you're a kid and you just got your first skateboard. Here's how to kickflip. Now everyone knows by now that philosophically, I really get bummed out about that. Sure. And if we have a longer conversation about it, I think that a lot of people would come to the conclusion that I've got ground underneath me. But I'm not here to argue that. Sure. What I want to say is I actually have been watching some of the newest Braille stuff, and it seems like they've come back around the mountain and they're reteaching the kick flipping stuff. Very cool. And I saw 
them teaching, actually saying, if you're going to learn to skateboard, get out there and push. Dude. Get out there and carve. Get out there and learn to turn. That's get comfortable sick. on your skateboard. Just yeah. keep riding it. Which is what I felt like they were missing in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like for like five years, you know? Yeah, sure. I felt like they were missing that in the beginning and for years. And now here they are, 2023. I mean, yeah. I don't know when Braille started, but it was quite a while ago. Yeah. Seven years ago. Um, and here they are, killing it with right. awesome instruction to kids. It, it just seems like the guys who are giving instructions at Braille have matured in the the way that they approach how to teach kids skateboarding. And I don't withdraw my criticism because those are new videos. Yeah, absolutely. And That's why it's an amendment. If I were a little bit more like, if I didn't know better and I do know better, I would think that maybe they heard some of the things that we're saying. Yeah. Maybe that rattled around or maybe someone else, because we're not the only ones who think this way. We're yeah. not dis We're not the inventors of anything, you know. <laughs> right. Um, we're just rolling around in it. Yeah. Maybe some, some of these ideas kind of reach the top over there. Yeah. Because an idea that reached the top at Braille, which I thought was really interesting, was go and visit a board maker and see how he makes skateboards. Uh, yeah. It was so cool. I think Braille is the first like mainstream thing to actually platform uh, boards made by the old school process of a workshop and a maker who cares about it. Yeah. And they did a huge, like, I think it's a half hour long or longer. Yeah. And, um, and so Johnny Manack was featured by Braille on how skate how it's made skateboard is yeah. the name of it a little so bit sick. title title <laughs> so abbreviate you know yes right but um i thought that was really interesting i um that's probably because they were grabbing the uh the the um uh the audience of the people who watch like the how it's made from the discovery channel because it's like how it's made paper plates or whatever which is kind of hilarious i love it i think it's cool <laughs> yeah I, me I, too and johnny is the best guy for them to feature um, he's not a hothead like me, you know, like, and he's right there. I yeah. Mean, and he, they know him, they can trust him. They know he's a super good guy, which he's a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, so props to Braille for featuring, you know, would have thought, yeah, would have thought it would have been, uh, different. Yeah. But it turns out that Braille and, uh, that YouTube lane continues yep. to have the good ideas, um, they get the good ideas sooner than the rest of the folks do. I wonder if I mean, granted, go ahead. board making has been being pushed for over a decade. So I'm not saying anyone was fast here. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, but it is happening. And it's nice to see something happening that you can be like, thumbs up. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if uh, to some extent when Braille started, they were, um, they saw a need or, you know, they felt like they could fill a, fill a spot in the media market and they did it really well. And then you kind of, I would imagine people round the bend and they realize, wow, we have a lot of clout now. So what's our responsibility to the skateboarding community or the people that, you know, listen to us? Maybe part of the softening up on things like the how to do kickflips and the maker made board how to videos are a manifestation of people realizing that they need to Maybe step up their game a little bit because they have well, they so have, much listeners. I, there are so many listeners. That's know. a good theory. What yeah. we can know is, I think they have stepped up their game, which is cool. They've, they've shown yeah. they've shown growth. Yes, 
in my yeah, opinion, I mean, right. that's growth. Yeah. And whether they did it through careful planning or through kind of like an intuitive yeah. process of, of just felt like we needed to. Right. Good on you. Yeah. You know, like, agreed. I'm, uh, I'm very, very happy about those things. I, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm not, I'm not auto stoked <laughs> on every single thing, you know, auto stoked. And also I'm yeah. not, I'm not under like the, I'm not under the impression that what I'm stoked about is in any way authoritative. Yeah. You know, right. I don't think that you're like a bad person if you're stoked about something different than what I am. Right. But start your own podcast, fool. Yeah. This is all in ho, dog. <laughs> this know? is all in my humble opinion. Yeah. It's for what it's worth. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I like it. Was the video good? Did you enjoy watching it? Um, Actually, it was painful. Okay. It was painful to watch that video. And not because the video was not good. Although, I will say this. Um... And this will get me nowhere fast. <laughs> yeah, um, but ahead. I will say this. Um, I don't prefer... I, I don't know. I like... Um, I likened it to the video with Ben DeGrosse and Gifted Hater talking about where how boards are made and where they're made and like that. Sure. Where... Um, not Johnny Manic. No. Johnny Manic was absolutely articulate and intelligent the whole way through. Yeah. And I love how he called the uh, bandsaw the career ender. Dude, the career the ender. The career ender. So true. I, I just thought he was, I thought he was just sharp as a tack. Yeah. Um, Johnny was just sharp as a tack. But see, I'm not from California, so I don't only say the positive things. Right. And I find um, Aaron Cairo's, and I can say this because um, I want to, and it's my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, I've, I find some of the things that Aaron Cairo would say, like, oh, that's awesome. Sure. Or, or some of those, like, comments. Yeah, yeah. Um, were, um, I just, I don't know what, what's, uh, when I watch an interviewer, a lot of times I'm as inter interested in what's going on in the interviewer's head as I am what's going on in the interviewee's head. Yeah. And... I don't know where these guys' heads are at in California over there at Braille. Sure. Um, I can watch videos of them, like, giggling like school children about breaking something. Yeah, I right. saw um, a clip that auto-ran. Yeah. And they had a Christmas tree with wheels and trucks on it. <laughs> That's kind of hilarious, yeah. And they were cackling like little school children about it breaking, but I don't think that they were having as much fun as they were appearing to have. Yeah, that's okay. Because I read sure. nonverbal yeah, stuff, and right. a lot of times people will be, like, being happy, but I see fear and anger. This is so subjective. And yeah. so I, like, I wish well to all these creators and people, but my, my perception is that these guys are under a lot of pressure. Yeah. And... It comes through in the pained eyes behind the happy words. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me feel sad. Oh, that's interesting. It makes me yeah. feel sad. And sure. The other thing is, I actually was kind of stomping my feet like, bro, you've been riding these things forever. Why don't you know anything at all about how they're made or sure. or what, what goes into this very simple rudimentary seven-ply 
technology. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, and they've done board reviews that have demonstrated again and again that these guys are, they seem to be entirely incurious. Sure. As to the process of deck making. Right. And that always is going to rub me wrong. Right. Um, because that's like a thing that's important to me. Yeah. So watching a Braille video about board making with Johnny Manak is like a solid 100% win on the Johnny Manak part. Yeah. And like, and I don't know if I'd get along with Aaron Cairo. Sure. You know, I don't know if he'd be able to stand being around me, but... You know, I'll give it a shot with anyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly. Um, I'm supposed to respect that he can beat me in a game of skate and that he's a better skateboarder than I am, but I don't. Yeah, I don't respect anyone because they're better at skateboarding than me. Right. I respect people because they were made by a God who loves us and proved it in His Son through the cross on Golgotha. Yeah. And that's why I respect you. That's sure. the that's the respect I have for you. If you are someone that Christ died for, yep. then I am gonna, I'm gonna take care with how I treat you. Mm. All right. Yeah. Um, how good you are on a skateboard is not important to me. It is yeah. not a reason that I'm gonna respect you. In fact, if you're really good on a skateboard, the odds are really high that you are a person who has neglected several aspects of life that would have limited you but would have grown your character in other ways. Right. So your performance of Daring Do on the four-wheeled wooden plank... Yeah. ...do not... They do not serve, in my mind, to be, a, a, you know, a pathway to respect. Sure. You know, I don't I don't know. You know, land your triple kickflip down the 16 stair and then scream at me, respect me. Yeah, right. And that's how ridiculous <laughs> I feel that that is. But however, that is the... That is the ethic of the skateboarding community. It really is. If yeah. a guy is good on a skateboard or a gal is good on a skateboard, they're right. king of town. They're the decision maker. Right. That's terrible, and it's given us some terrible things in the past. One hundred percent. Yeah. It's such a bad way to determine who should lead and who is worthy of respect and admiration. Right. Like a person who's honest. Yeah, that's nice. That's who should run your skate shop. Yeah. Like our like our friend Floyd Howard Pruitt. Yep. He's honest. Yep. He's kind. Yeah. He's generous. And he's smart. Good at business. Yeah. There's a good skate shop. Yeah. House H O P. Yeah. Hop is a good is a good skate shop. It's still mobile. Okay. Uh, he didn't get his location, so Oh, I saw that. He's gone yeah. into mobile mode. But um, you know, those those are the kinds of people that ought to be your skate shop owner and ought to do business. Not someone who was better than you and so you better do what they say and why are you wearing those shoes and where did you <laughs> buy them in this whole 1990s yeah, right. cultural morass. Nah, we're yes. done with that. Instagram yeah, yeah. happened. Barracks rules are outdated. 100%. And you can have anyone be your favorite skater and you can go skate like them or just like the way they skate and yeah. enjoy it. Right. And if you're a... If you're an older person and you just love skateboarding and you wish you could do it, but you've got a bum knee and a demanding job and you have to stay on the job and you want to be around it and you show up in your freaking cut off, yeah, uh, cut off uh, BDUs, yes, with your black T-shirt and your black hoodie, yes. you know, with a proper skate slogan, maybe indie, maybe yes. Thrasher, yes, and you show up with those things. 
you know, oh, Johnny just joined us. Johnny, we just did a huge piece on you, so make sure you go, uh, when we post this, we'll post it in about two hours. Go back and listen through. We did a whole thing on, on you being on Braille. But, um, you know, if, if you just love skateboarding and skateboards and you have a nostalgic attachment, you're in the group. Yeah. You're in the group. And here's to the the, the coming age of skateboarding where our, on, our most honest and smartest people are our skate shop guys and gals and where our our best skateboard move makers are often asked whether they're growing as a person yeah you know like that was awesome we'd love to sponsor you but first we have to ask you dude are you a bad influence for kids oh you <laughs> are and you're yeah. proud of it sorry man we're gonna have to pass yeah we'll just stock our team with kooks yeah We'll stock our team with kooks and go stoke a whole bunch of people because you know what that is? It's better business. <laughs> yeah, crazy, huh? It is. It's that's a, why Braille and Revive blew up. That, or similar. That is. You know, they're in that lane. They did. They went they're the kid route. Lane. Yeah. Um, and there are dark edges waiting for us everywhere we go. Which so is fine. We're not crowning right? anyone Pope of town. <laughs> Pope. Pope of skateboarding. But, we, but I have done something that makes me a little less crotchety as I finally found a way with my buddy Luke yeah. to start a podcast say the things i want to say i don't have to um, yeah i don't facebook is lost now it used to be very lively yeah uh, back in 2008 9 10 11 12 and 13 facebook was pretty lit yeah and now it's this yeah and i don't know what it will be soon i think video i think video is probably going to be the way things move yeah, are people wearing VR glasses and suddenly you're in the room with the guys because they have 3D cameras set up the entire time? That's very fascinating. <laughs> but, you know, FM radio yeah. is still like the number one way that people get all their stuff. Really? Yeah, I think it's getting surpassed. It, it, it might be have been surpassed, but um, podcasting, audio podcasting, mm -hmm. so gritty, so low to the ground, yeah. is a huge, huge mechanism for for info yeah it's massive so yeah we'll, we might stick with because this is primarily an audio podcast as you can tell by <laughs> the way it is on the video yeah um, right do we we the thing about being this ridiculous is we know it yeah it's fine and and that makes it more enjoyable 100 percent. yeah it's actually funny as uh i think part of the reason that uh facebook has become the way it is is because people have been turning more and more to the shorter form video formats because you can just get so much information so the entire true. time, just 15 second flip, 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 flip. And it's funny, as that's happened, our decision has been to actually do long form discussion. I mean, some of these are like an hour and a half long. Yes. You know, like it's, that's an interesting, um, we've kind of inoculated ourselves against the super short form. Not that we don't like the super short form for some reasons, but I really think this is a super effective way to talk about ideas, you know? It is. Long form is killer because you can actually, well, you can start talking about something and realize you made a mistake and yeah. then you can say I made a mistake and right. you can you can really dig in on things. Absolutely. And, um, long form lets, lets us down when people just pitch softballs, although that's, I mean, we'll, we'll make that mistake plenty of times too. Yeah, I think it's... Because we don't, we don't know everything. Dude, um, yeah. Speaking of pitching softballs, you know what podcast I really, really don't like that's skateboarding related? 
Uh, the bunt. The bunt is so bad, <laughs> dude. I hate, I, you know, God bless those guys who run it. I'd be happy to meet them, but man, their podcast is... Oh, you're being savage. I love it. Dude, I'm just like <laughs> thinking about it. It's like taking the skin off my face right now. It's so bad. Like I, I just sent. <laughs> so my youngest son is, uh, you know, he's hip. Yeah. He knows all the stuff, right? He's yeah. got really strong opinions about how media should form up. Yeah. And uh, I sent him the um what's his name oh kylo ren uh what's his name cater kylo ren kylo ren is the one kylo kylo silla kylo silla yes so we sent we i just sent him over the cater silla interview the cater silla interview was recommended to me as a really deep interview where cater really gets into it seriously um, yeah okay I mean, it's fine. I don't want to be disrespectful of the person who sent it to you. It's fine. Okay. I have, well, that, that, that description is so... I just have things to say about that. That's wild. That's not the way that I would describe it. It literally hurt to watch. I did 40 minutes of it. I thought I was going to puke. Like, did you do video or uh, audio? I did audio, but then I switched to YouTube hoping to find a video because I wanted to... I was hoping that the video format would be better, but all I could find was the audio placed on top of a bunch of Kylo... Ren skating, you know, cater it's skating. Cater Ren. Cater Ren. <laughs> Have some respect. It's cater Ren. Cater skating, which was a little bit more pleasing because at least there was skateboarding happening, but it was so painful to listen to. Let me and it was really sad. That's the way I felt. I felt the same way that you felt about the Braille deal. That I felt a deep sadness like fall on me as I was listening to this. It was yeah. sucked. It's hard to sucked. engage the thoughts that are caused by there's so much pressure on all of us to kind of unquestionably unquestioningly celebrate yeah. whatever's happening yeah. just because it's what's happening yeah um so many times i've heard folks say well they're making money so they must be doing something right you know like that and it's a very that's a sad sad um it's an argument, actually. It's a, it, it's making an argument right. of approval. Yeah. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, I raised kids and I know that if this young person, like take a Cater Silla in the Bunt interview, mm -hmm. if he were lifted up, uh, he's 19 now. Yeah, he's young, young. And if he were lifted up to my kids, if I had a 15-year-old kid or a 13-year-old kid, yeah. and he were lifted up as an example and they listened to his interviews, um, I think that my kid would probably wind up smoking marijuana way too early. Yeah. And that would damage my kid's neurological development. Yeah. That's just truth. Right. That's, that's like trust the science, you know. Um, Dr. Fauci would agree that that's just true. And I, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable that there's so much pressure. Because if I were to, and I would never say that, you know, because <laughs> then someone would be like, you're being a hater and you're just jealous dude and i'm like sinead o'connor dude i don't want what i can't have you know <laughs> yeah. and so i'm not even jealous about something that guys i am half <clears throat> a century old and i have maybe 25 years left to live yeah so i've lived twice as long as i'm gonna live it's yeah. over sure you know so 
I'm not jealous of missing out on, I guess, free shoes. Yeah, what, I don't even know what the argument is. Like male modeling money. What am I jealous <laughs> of? Having money. Andrew Reynolds uh, think I'm cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. What am I jealous of? Being able to heel flip over a rail down some stairs. Until you hurt your knee. I don't want to do that. Yeah, That's either. not what I want to do on my skateboard, and I'm fine with that. Right. I um, No, I don't think I'm jealous. Um, and I'm also not a hater. It's actually the, the love I have yeah. for my sons, who are not little kids right now. So yeah. now I'm, I'm on some sort of your kids and all the kids thing. Yeah. And I just would ask the bunt guys, like, what's, the, what's it all about, Alfie? What are you doing? Like, what are yeah. you thinking putting out this, like, intoxicated, um, really, like, what, what's the idea behind Vans? sponsoring this very you know like apparently high dollar high sponsorship thing yeah and i'm not like i'm gonna buy vans until i die yeah okay this is not about vans right yeah um i mean we're in a dumb they're they're (laughs) they're running chinese sweatshop business model i'm not expecting them to be ethical sure it's you know i am a little bummed on vans selling their operation and going Chinese production. Me too. But that is so long ago, and I can't get that toothpaste well, back in the tube. Who else are you going to go to? They're all doing that. Well, like actually, New Balance has a few lines of SB products that are made domestically. Nike. New Balance. Oh, New ba- I'm sorry, New, New Balance. New yeah. Balance, yeah. Isn't that, aren't they owned by Nike? Probably, I mean, probably. I thought it was, I thought. I mean, freaking Vans is owned by Vanity Fair now. They're owned by VF Corp. <laughs> oh, it, forget it, dude. Keep I it mean, core, bros. Keep bro, it core. Uh, Buy Vans. When you get into <laughs> it, when, when you get into it and you actually start l- knowing what you're talking about, yeah. you want to hit the rewind real yeah, fast. Yeah, dude, I know. Not, your heroes, all, all of our base bar belong to them. Yeah. You know, it's really gross. Just wear shoes or don't and go ride your skateboard and right. crack your bibles fools i'm please <laughs> and you know like think don't be don't be taken in by this anti-intellectual always be stoked on everything right like if you've ever been stoked on andy roy yes um well that's ironic because andy roy is someone i mean my heart just like was like yes when he was andy roy's kids camp oh that was sick except yeah. it was just because i hoped right I, I was like, oh, I wish for a guy like Andy Roy to be safe with kids and actually be a good example to him and get yeah. him shredding. Right. I agree with him completely. When you hit the lip, man, you need to hit the lip. That's true. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that that's was a how, sick video. That's the kind of thing I'll say to kids. It's like, hey, man, hit it. You know, I love that. Yeah. I loved those. They are a long time ago. Yeah. There was... and. But it's just not the case. I can't be unreservedly stoked about that kind of thing because of King of the Road and seeing what's yep. going on. Right. Don't don't make a guy drink a guy's pee. Right. Or chug, yeah. a, chug a beer up your butt. Like, come on. They did man. do that. And they did it multiple times. And these are all these are all things that feed into what young people, you know, are gonna do. Right. And there's a responsibility there that I know. Yeah. And so when I watch stuff i think like that i I can't put the toothpaste back in the tube that's the way i think about life yeah and um it doesn't mean that 
there's nothing gnarly. It doesn't mean that there's nothing that's violently awesome in skateboarding, but it does mean that before we, before we consider ourselves skateboarders, we ought to consider ourselves people. Mm. And being a person is a full-time job. It is. And it includes growing in wisdom and understanding, and it includes being pretty tough on ourselves about ethics right. and morals. Yeah. And um, open your Bibles, fools. <laughs> I say again. <laughs> I say again. I'm kind of surprised. I was going to say I'm kind of surprised that Vans is like full thumbs up. On the bunt? Yeah, I, I, but I guess that makes sense. I mean, this is what skateboarding is, and they're a skateboarding shoe company, so that's what people like. But it just is... Is yeah, it? I just felt so sad about it, man. I somebody I was on the the YouTube and somebody commented. Um, they're like, "Oh, Gator has such a bright future ahead of him." Oh goodness gracious! And I really disagreed with that statement. Yeah, because all I could feel was just crushing sadness about the fact that this guy, you know, was smoking so much pot and and driving so stoned. Driving a car. So smoking stoned. a blunt. And he's nineteen. How is he even getting? I don't he, understand. He wasn't nineteen when that was filmed. Yeah, he's in a car. That he's literally weaving Woodward. through traffic. I just am so... I just have this, like, deep sadness about it. And yeah. the fact that skateboarders are so blind to any of those ethics. And they're like, oh, he has such a bright future. I'm like, I don't agree with you. If if you could say something on today's podcast that maybe Cater would hear. Yeah. After listening to his his The Bunt yeah. interview. What would it be? What if what if we indulged ourselves in some fantasy that yeah. Cater might listen to this? Yeah. Would we would we just what would you say to him? I would probably say something like, "Hey man, uh, I really care about you, and it appears from the data that I currently have that you are on a life set to total self destruction, and I adjure you, I beg you to please reconsider." Because you matter, you're important, and God loves you, and I don't want you to, you know, at the very best, burn out like a little flame and be forgotten and and just live your life as a person who smokes pot every time they feel sad. You know what I mean? Because I did, I did that for a long time, and it was not productive towards anything at all. And I was frying my brain. Like, I couldn't put together thoughts, and you can tell the same thing's happening to Cater. Whether or not he, you know, him feeling sad is the reason he smokes pot or not. But I don't, a lot of times you'll talk to somebody and you'll be like, why do you smoke pot? And they're like, well, it really helps me focus or it does this. It, it really helps my anxiety, things of that nature. And my, to be comp completely frank, I have a bias about that view because it's the same view that I used to have. And I just feel like, oh, that's not true. That's not true. The way that I feel is that people are looking to be sedated from the rigors of life. And <laughs> we have a dog who has to be in right now. <laughs> Come on. You're naked. Come here. You're naked. Oh, he's so cute. He's little. He's just little. He's so little. He's so little. Rocco, you little. He's the boy. He's a good buddy. He's a good you boy, Rocco. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're little. He's, He's being brother. held by Lou for all the people who are only listening right now, That's like little brother. babies. He's a baby. He's a Get him the jacket to lay on. He might be cold. Get <laughs> in your spot. He's laying down. He's such a good boy. He is. But I, I, 
I have a tendency to feel like I don't believe people when they say that, or, or not necessarily not believe them, but to think that there's something deeper happening because that's a powerful medicine. It sedates people. It, it, it makes all the fuzz and the static in your brain feel like it goes away, but it, it really just masks problems to a large degree. Um, so yeah, I would ask him, Hey man, have you ever considered a different choices? You want to go skate with me? You want to hang out and maybe try to find some better friends and a, a life journey that doesn't end the way that it appears it might end, you know? Um, I'm tracking every bit that you're saying. Right. I think that if Cater were watching right. us do this or listening to us say this, I'd say, Cater, get off this train, dude. Yeah. Uh, the fame, the male modeling, the being great at skateboarding. Right. Um, they, they can all be part of your life, but... The problem is that they, when they swallow you up, and money and fame are are what you're chasing after, it's gonna disappoint you. Yes, it is. It's a it's a train ride to destruction. It is. And what's really sad about it is that he was talking about how on the on the on the bunt that he hadn't been skating for a couple of weeks because he hurt his knee. Right. And he was describing. It was funny because he, he he contradicted himself many times, but you he know, said he skated every day, and then he was like, "I haven't skated in two weeks." And he just and lets I'm, it drop that he hadn't right. skated in two right. weeks, and he's in a fog. He's in a fog. He's in a complete brain fog. Right. If, if I were interviewing someone and they were that stoned, right, I would, I would reschedule the interview. I don't think the bunt did him any favors. No, and I, he was saying, you know, I, I want to be the best skater ever, and then they're like, "Well, what do you got down in Hollywood 16? And he was like, "Oh, maybe in a hundred years I would touch that thing," you know, and I was just feeling like oh man dude you if your goal was to be a professional skateboarder you're not on that track and no. if your goal is to be a, a human well-rounded with some sort of moral compass and right. character you're not on that track either and and as soon as you stop being relevant to the skateboarding community all that love and the affirmation that you're feeling is going to be gone so like there's another problem go ahead a lot of people who are in cater's spot have done i'm not accusing cater of anything sure. but a lot of these guys have done very very foolish and even wicked things yeah and those things will find you out they really will and um and the problem is that then you you've got this thing hanging over your head and, and i i'd say flee from fame yeah forget about fame and go for hard work over time yeah and invest in a more wise direction in your life, turn over a new leaf. Yeah, and you know, become smart. Yeah, um, I would I would say right that you're not smart right now. You're really dumb right now. Yeah, and being dumb just for the fun of it seems fun, but it is it's it goes down sweet, but it was burns your keister coming out. <laughs> it burns your keister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. And I'm really warning you, dude. If change I your, change your ways, man. If I, you know, knew Cater for a, you know six months or a couple months and be, began to develop a relationship of trust, I might become more harsh, more more intense yep. about it because I, yep. I feel like the stakes are so high. You know, I might say something like, "Hey, man, I, I have zero respect for the way that you've been living. I I don't respect the decisions that you made. I don't think that." you're a skateboarding god i don't see why anybody would see you as a role model you know on and on because man like 
I, he couldn't even put thoughts together. He literally could not even put words together on the interview. It was really, it sucked so bad. It sucked. And the guys on the bun are literally laughing at him. I I feel as yeah. if he was a, a the the what do they say the the brunt the 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 bunt the, podcast the bunt of the joke oh, the, the the butt of the, the joke, you know? Is that I, the, I don't know. You know, like the guys who run a podcast. I'm not opposing you, Luke. I yeah, think no, that it's, it's entirely likely that you're correct because you are you know you're an intuitive person and and a lot of times. It's sad that negative intuitions are often at least partially correct. Sure. As I was listening, I just kept thinking, well, just you guys are not doing a person any favors. Right. I mean, where's the, hey, Cater, you know, we recorded 20 minutes into this podcast with you, but buddy, are, is there any time of the week when you're not blazed out of your mind that we could do a podcast? Right. We really would like to talk to the Cater Silla who is, is uh, able to answer without contradicting himself without yeah forgetting where he's at you yeah. know in the thing and and uh but i mean it's not like we're asking a lot no i don't think you so know, it's, 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 yeah it's, it's not like we're asking so much of a guy no that we would say that you right know? but it turns out that feels like a lot the guys at the bunt who maybe one day will hear these things um I don't, I don't understand between Jenkum and the Bunt and Thrasher. I don't understand. There's like an anti-thinking. It's not even anti-intellectualism. Get right. into intellectualism. Yeah. Um, it's like the, there's this celebration of thoughtlessness. Yes. Of just not considering, you know, like these things and. And don't even like let me catch a whiff of there being pills involved and things like <laughs> yeah. that. You know, because right. I've seen this like a million times. Guys that get hurt and then there's just pills and there's all this stuff going on. Yeah. And I, I look at what's going on in that bunt interview and it's all robed up in all this like hip hop puff and bluster cool guy dress, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, no. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah right no yeah i mean i know that they're working hard on their sound bites and their and all that stuff and but i mean if you want respect then be respectable yeah. otherwise we're gonna be offering some critique yeah and um if that's the reason why we never get invited to some malibu party with ferraris and lamborghinis yeah we are more than fine with that yeah, you know, um, absolutely. We'll be in the we'll be in the shed under the lean to, yeah, wrenching on a couple of ratty Harleys over here, and yeah. we, are we happy about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, "I'd rather be a uh, I'd rather be a, a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell among the tents of the rich," you know, and that's yeah. just where I'd rather I'd rather. Yeah, I know what side my the bread's butter on. Absolutely, you know? yeah. The the eternal side is nice. I I'm thinking. I'm trying to think about it from the bunts perspective. I'd I'd like to steel man their argument. Well, we just do what we do, yo. Yeah, right. right. Oh my gosh. That yeah, was... we do. What we making money, yo. Yeah. Well, we do what we do. Essentially, <laughs> I don't, you're I'm, a hater. I'm assuming that the argument goes something like this, or at least I would. Yeah, it's it's an assumption. 
is that the argument is like, well, we're just giving people what they want. We're, yes, we're this just, is what the kids th th want. Yeah, this is what the kids want. I've and, heard this. I've heard this over the porn graphics sitting out in front of the kids in the skate shop. Yeah. And I'm not even like, get those out of here. I'm like, just put them up somewhere. You yeah, know? like not at eye level. And, Come on. And uh, that's what they say. It's like, oh, this is what the kids want. And yeah. I'm like, you are not serving the welfare of any child. Yes. No. Yeah. Well, and I, my personal feeling about uh, clout or um, influence, ah, uh, the clout, is that uh, your your responsibility, uh, and in my life particularly, your moral responsibility rises with the level of clout. They're completely correlated. So the so more influence that you have, the more responsible you yeah, are for for uh, I don't know some sort of just anything at all, like some sort of. Uh, um, Using your influence for good, you know, use your power for good, not evil, man, you know, like, um, so I, I don't see a whole lot of that happening because I'm assuming that, um, people make, they're making money and they want to continue to make money and, and they want to continue to enjoy the, all of the clout, all of the affluence of, you know, having the entire skateboarding community really respect you. This yeah. comes back to the San Francisco Standard article about Jake Phelps in which it was openly confessed that there's a lot of market that depends on not being anti-drug. I mean, I'm yeah. paraphrasing, right, yeah, 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 yeah. but they're, they're like, we really have been trying to have this conversation, right? not even come to a conclusion, but like have this conversation. Yeah. Um, and then saying there's so much market involved. Right. I'm afraid that the answer to why things are the way they are so often is in order to please our corporate overlords with larger and larger bottom line gains. Yeah. And maybe bottom lines are shrinking and the pressure is on even more, you know. Yeah. And I have to say, like, someone would say, oh, I have to respect that. But you know what? I don't. Me I neither. don't have to respect that. And we don't respect that. That's no. wrong. Yeah. Um, selling out innocence for money compromising the compromising the status of children for money yeah is how skateboarding has marketed yes and it's wrong yeah and yeah that means that things ought to change will they yeah they probably will hmm. um they they probably will change and yeah. maybe it'll be because of people thinking so right and then saying so right and then talking to each other and deciding yeah well, you know, geez, I'm I'm not down with that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, and right. and doing a different thing. Yeah. I mean, I I don't care what brand. Sh I don't think it should matter what brand shoes you wear. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I don't, I don't think it should matter. Yeah. Um, but I know that when it comes to choosing boards I ride. Yeah. I much prefer something pressed in a workshop an hour from my house. Absolutely. Or in my own workshop. Yeah, um, that inspires me, right? And has way better service to me, or something pressed at Madrid, right? By Jerry Madrid's old school operation. Yeah, um, that that Zeppelin up there is pressed by uh, Jerry Madrid's operation. It's truly made in the USA. Yeah, you know, and uh, when when I ride a skateboard deck, I I like what's under my feet to be at least tangentially related <laughs> to. Yeah values i have right i thought that's what that was kind of about yeah the entire point yeah that 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 would be nice i'm also it's funny we've talked about this before but 
if the reason that you're doing the thing that you're doing, you know, kind of, um, you know, come along to get along and go along to get along. Yeah, go along to get along, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat is because this is what people want, aka we're making money doing this. We want to continue to do that. Yeah. What's hilarious about it is that even from just a raw business perspective, yeah, it's really dumb because you could have such a huge. There's so many people out there that you could be reaching with a different model. You know, you could double, triple, quadruple the amount of people who are listening and buying the things that you have to offer if you just stood up for something. It's and it's we're all so nervous to speak our mind about things, but it's funny because as soon as you do, there's like 15 people that come up to you and are like, "Dude, I was thinking the same thing. Thank you so much for saying that." Usually, you know? usually privately, yeah, and behind the backs of the people that they publicly back. Right. That's one of the things. You know, hey, skateboarding. Um, integrity called and it wants you to stop complimenting people for saying stuff that you're scared to say yeah. in real time right <laughs> right but if that's where you're at that's where you're at but you know um, it's on you if you live your life in the comfortable middle and you enjoy the acceptance of wicked people who run things in a wicked way you're wicked yeah that's just real you should own it and have uh, what you call it um Integrity? Yeah, that's right. Integrity. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's Im important. Yeah. It, 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 it ties into what something that we talked about a lot when we talked about uh, the passing of Jake Phelps, which is that you continue to make this connection between the broader skateboarding community and what's been happening and actually placing responsibility on us as skateboarders for for where we're at now and it's so true mm -hmm. it was really true i'm sure it's hard to hear for some for some people but it's true we we looked at what's happening and, and maybe a lot of us thought oh okay it's fine i just want to skate so i'm just going to close my eyes you know and now here we are yeah. um it's not this is what we get you know what i mean this mm -hmm. is we sowed the seed now we got to reap the fruit um and it's it sucks it sucks. And if we want less of it, we could do less middle grounding, and that would be nice for all of us, I think. <laughs> well, the problem the problem with um, losing the social middle ground sure. is that everyone hates you. Right I, now, in the present climate, the cost of this is that everyone's going to hate you. If that's yeah. not the case, if that's not the case, consider yourself blessed. That's very nice. Yeah. But in most, in most parts of skateboarding, if you go... Um, Actually, no, not cool, dude. Right. Not cool at all. That's uh, it's bad for kids and big kids. And right. It's not cool. People are gonna be like, "Oh, what are you judgmental?" And I'll be like, "Yeah." Yeah. Um, <laughs> if if we're talking about a left turn or a right turn and getting where we're going or not getting where we're going, yeah, I'm gonna be judgmental between those two things. Right. And if if it's as simple as as some of these issues, like, hey man, you should definitely lay off the recreational drugs. Right. And get your mind right. Yeah. And then you should definitely work hard and get educated and be smart. Yeah. That's definitely better than dumb on purpose, but you've got ads in Supreme. Right. Like, who's selling you this, man? Who right. got you when you were a little kid and turned you into a corporate fashion clothes horse <laughs> and sold you on... A party lifestyle right that is going to destroy your potential in this world yeah and is going to blind you to the consequences that lie beyond you know when you die this is 
I thought this was kindergarten. Yeah. But it's not. People really have a hard time wrapping the old noggin around this. Yes. It's, and uh, and if that makes you like the worst guy in your city or makes you like, you know, uh, someone that people hate. Yeah. Well, you're blessed. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually, you know, it doesn't feel good. I'll no. give you that. Ask me how I know. <laughs> um, it doesn't feel good yeah. for people to have those feelings about you. But you're going to have that. Yeah, you know that's that's part of living. Yeah, and um, and as a as a consolation prize, we probably have your back on that. You know? Yeah, but we're not worth a lot. You know that? No, because we're over it's here. Nice to know. We're over here, and <clears throat> you're over there. And mm -hmm. when it comes down time that you have to stand a line in your life and say, "This is wrong." Yeah, I I don't agree with this. Yeah. Um, there's in uh, Proverbs 5, I think it is, it says, when sinners entice you, consent not. <laughs> and, and I'm like, when you're being enticed, when you're being enticed by ways of living <clears throat> that are guaranteed to bring destruction, yeah. consent not. Yeah. And if that means that you don't get to um, enjoy the approval and inclusion of a group... Well, that's that's important that you experience that. Right. That's going to make you a, a full-fledged man or woman. Yeah. And that's going to open up to your mind options that maybe weren't on your menu screen before. Yeah. And here's the thing. All the paths are difficult. Yeah. Life is difficult and filled with pain. Whether you do what's right or whether you do what's wrong, both of them are full of difficulty. Yeah. So if your organizing principles are governed by the avoidance of discomfort, you are going to have a lot of trouble <laughs> yeah. finding a solid path in yeah. life. Right. Well, this notion that I'm disabusing here, this, this, this idea... Actually, a lot of our listeners mm -hmm. are skateboarders Yeah, who came into skateboarding to escape the pain yep. of life. Yeah. But here's a, here's a life hack. It doesn't work. Nope. If there's pain in all of the paths. And if your skateboarding path has landed you in a party culture and a drug culture and an anti-intellectual culture and a culture that wants to put a wedge between you and your Bible and you and the God who made you. Yeah. Consent not. Yes. You know, I I have been known to tell a fool to get their ass to church. <laughs> and but I don't trust a lot of what America calls church. Right. I, I'm sad to say that so often the message of the Bible is often lacquered over with money yeah. and business and marketing. Yeah. But I'm still there. Like, yeah. my butt is in church on Sunday, and I, I, you know, host Bible studies and do stuff like this because there's more important stuff going on than tricks people do on wooden toys. Yes. And that's that's the good stuff yeah yeah and what's hard about it too is if if your mo for every time things are uncomfortable is to avoid 
it's like a credit card. It just stacks up interest. You know what I mean? It just stacks it on up. I think people don't know what you mean. I think it needs to be spelled out really clearly. Yeah, well, if you're, yeah, go ahead. If you're operating by, if you're operating by the principles of pleasure yeah. and the avoidance of difficulty, you are going to have to pay. Yep. L later on, you're going to have to pay. I notice uh, there are some, uh, I can't really read the comments that are skeeling in the bottom, Yeah. but my buddy Eric Sanders is in there and Eric is very clearly spoken about this dynamic because he went, he Eric went in whole hog on the Dwayne Peters example. He was a young, impressionable man and he went whole hog on all that and has fully recovered his mind and his life from where that led. Yeah. But you know, Dwayne hasn't. And we have affection for Cater Silla. We have a affection for the, the boys over there at the... Uh, the Bunt. The Burnt. The Burnt. Um, we, have, uh, we have affection for all these people. Yeah. But if you're demanding our respect, we politely decline. <laughs> yeah. And if you're inviting us to follow that example, we consent not. not. Yeah. Yeah. And we think that you, our dear listeners, ought not consent as well. Yeah. It's round about Proverbs chapter five. Seriously, crack <laughs> the good book and get get soak your head. Yeah. Soak your aching head in something that's gonna help you think more clearly about your life. Yeah. It made a it made a big difference for me when I just got quiet and got back to the basics. There's a scripture in Isaiah. It might be Jeremiah, but I think it's Isaiah and it says Look to the ancient ways. Yeah. Look to the rock from which you were hewn. Hmm. And I want to encourage our listeners to look to the ancient ways. Look to the old ways. Look to the one who made you. Yeah. And give these things serious thought. Because life sneaks up on you. And a life lived for pleasure is wasted. Yeah. That's a, that's a... Those are words that we mean. Absolutely. And so when we watch... Um, when we watch the strange, hedonistic superficiality of Braille skateboards, yeah, uh, dealing with something that I hold dearly, which is the craft of board making and the character, the authenticity, the honesty that that can bring back into skateboarding, mm. I tend to cringe. And when I when we hear yeah. interviews done by folks like the Bunt with pros like um, uh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> Um, what is the boy's name? Cater Silla. Cater Silla. When yeah. we when we hear those kind of interviews, um, it's it goes beyond cringe. It goes to a point of grief. Yes. And I would invite you to to hear me. I firmly decline to apologize. Yeah. If that seems judgmental to you, yeah. I want you to know before you leave your comments that this is not a point of movability. Yeah. Um, I will be unmoved by your scorn when you <laughs> say I'm being judgmental. Yeah. Because this is like choosing life and choosing death. Yep. Um, I definitely am judgmental between those two things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and none of this is, we, we've condemned no one. No. We've consigned no one to, to damnation or any such thing. <laughs> yeah. Instead, 
we'll be accused of that. <clears throat> it's Instead, fine. Instead, we've invited you guys to consider life yeah. more clearly, more intently, yeah. to look into these things and see if it if it really is like this. Yeah. So, I mean, come at me, bro. And to, and to reach a hand out, maybe help somebody up you what, know what can we do i know that's how i feel i'm like what do you what, what what are you supposed to do i think that this is an effective well in way to do things i'll actually be speaking in june at a thing oh yeah you're gonna do that that's there's one sick. of those i'm gonna actually speak at a thing in june but you know words are powerful they are i think that that's not to be underestimated yeah yeah well so we'll see how that goes yeah <laughs> piss off a whole bunch more people <laughs> yes for what it's worth <laughs> for what it's worth well, here we are at minute number 87 yes and uh, we are grateful for all of you who've spent time with us on the facebook live yeah that'll be posted up to the youtube the captain lou podcast youtube truly captain lou podcast on uh, apple spotify it's a uh, c-a-p-m-l-e-w captain lou i'm the captain yes Look me over. And um, and uh, I couldn't do this without Co-Captain Luke. He's uh, I am. probably something like my best friend. Oh, I know. Stop, dude. Man. I don't know. You're, <laughs> you know you're... I have a thyroid problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're... I don't have any core strength. I don't have any core strength. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. I'll be in Louisville uh, this weekend, either Saturday or Sunday. I think it's going to be Saturday. Depends on where yeah. things. I out. hope to be with you. Will it be Saturday? If I do go, it might be a Sunday deal, but I would prefer Saturday. I'm going to have to talk with my wife. Uh-huh. That's right. We talk to our wives. Uh-huh. When Judy and I have been married for like 32 years, we don't have to check in quite as hard as we used to. Yeah. It's nice. That's sick, dude. It I'm, is. I'm, yeah. I've, been, I've been married for going on 32 years. You got some mileage, son. That's pretty cool. You got mileage. I've raised men. I've raised men. All right. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, Captain Lou. Laters.